0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whenever you happen to be listening to this podcast. This is the Jayhawker Talker podcast, a podcast affiliated with the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. My name is Mark Van Sickle, and before we get rolling with today's episode, give this Jayhawker Talker podcast five-star rating. Download, subscribe, tell five friends about it, let them know what's going on with this podcast, especially if they're a Jayhawk fan, because you know they want to get in on this action. So go ahead. Download, subscribe, give it a five-star rating, and we'll get this thing rolling right into football season, which is just around the corner, about two months, less than two months away now. So that's pretty exciting. But before we get into some football talk, some football news, some good recruiting action going on there with the Jayhawk football team, I ran out of time last week. I told you guys I would get into some NBA draft talk. Didn't have time to preview it, but now we know. Now we know what happened with our guys Grady Dick and Jalen Wilson. So let's get into it. Grady Dick, the latest freshman from KU to jump into the NBA draft. He went 13 overall to the Toronto Raptors on Thursday night at the NBA draft. So congratulations, Grady Dick, 13th overall pick to the Toronto Raptors. Uh, great landing spot for him. Uh, before we get into uh, the the landing spot, And the Toronto Raptors, what he brings to that team, what uh, they're ready to do with the Eastern Conference there with uh, the Toronto Raptors. Grady Dick kind of took over social media by storm. Uh, Not that he hasn't done this before, uh, with his last name being what it is and everything else. There's been some social media chatter, a lot about Grady Dick. But uh, Dick wore a Wizard of Oz-inspired suit to the NBA draft. It was a, how should I describe this? Ruby red sequence jacket is is what it was. And it looked absolutely ridiculous and absolutely awesome all at the same time. Loved the shout-out to the Wizard of Oz, loved the shout-out to Kansas. And he also had this really sweet-looking diamond necklace with his GD Grady Dick Uh, logo which is he mentioned it's a new logo I'm sure it's gonna be on jackets uh, sweatshirts hoodies t-shirts sweatpants everything else I'm sure it's gonna be all over the internet here pretty soon with that new GD logo that he had for his name Grady Dick Uh, but it, it looked absolutely awesome with the bling on the necklace with the bling on the jacket he was getting made fun of quite a bit, not going to lie. A lot of people were poking fun at him on the Internet, but that's all right. That's what the Internet does. I'm sure he took it in stride. I thought it was a great play. Look nice, look fancy, look overdone for sure. It was it was over the top, no doubt about that. But Grady Dick showing off some of his personality, wearing that ruby red jacket in honor of the Wizard of Oz in his home state of Kansas. So on to the basketball portion of things. Dick fell a little bit. Dick dropped from the mock drafts that I had seen. A lot of them were saying he was going to go to the Orlando Magic at number 11. And that's that's where I kind of thought he'd go. I was hoping that he would rise up a little bit. I was hoping Dick would rise and that he would be able to go in the top 10. But it wasn't meant to be. As he fell past 11 at the Orlando Magic, I guess the it was the uh, Dallas Mavericks that I thought could take him at number 10. Join up with uh, some of those. The Mavericks, they're an interesting team. I don't need to go on a deep dive of the Mavericks, but they have some good players with the Mavericks. Luka Doncic, of course, the headliner there. But getting Luka and Grady Dick together on the same team would have been kind of fun to see, but didn't happen. Fell past number 10. Fell past number 11 there at the Orlando Magic, all the way down to number 13 in the Toronto Raptors. Now, falling down to number 13 in the draft is not that big of a deal. Still a lottery pick, still in the top 15. So, Grady Dix still making that lottery money. And after what he did at KU, making 83 three-pointers his freshman year. That was a KU record, by the way. Dick, when he dazzled with his stroke from deep, averaging 14 points per game, five rebounds per game. Dick now, he joins a long list of one-and-done stars from the Jayhawks. If you think back to when KU or when Bill Self started at KU, uh, you have Josh Jackson, 2018, the fourth overall pick, Kelly Oubre Jr., The 15th overall pick, Andrew Wiggins, of course. We talked about him a couple of weeks ago, the number 1 overall draft pick. Joel Embiid, the MVP of the NBA this past season, went 3rd overall in that 2014 draft. Ben McLemore in 2013 went 7th overall, and Xavier Henry in 2010 went 12th overall. So, Grady Dick joins a fine line of Jayhawks who have been one-and-done players and had uh, a great experience there at the NBA draft. Like I said, looked nice, played the part, and is going to be going north of the border after being drafted to the Toronto Raptors. Now, Bill Self, head coach at the University of Kansas, attended the draft in New York to support Grady Dick and Jalen Wilson, and, and that was fun to see. He was taking selfies with the guys and everything like that, but here's a quote from Grady Dick. After his time at Kansas, he said, being at Kansas was a dream come true for me growing up there. I think it's the best thing about it is all the players, they come back, they do alumni stuff, they give advice. Coach Self gives advice. He's a Hall of Fame coach. It was the perfect place for me to be at. So that is Grady Dick talking about his time at Kansas and what it meant to him. I saw a picture posted after he got drafted of himself as a child Attending a KU game, of course, he had a couple older siblings go to KU as well, weren't uh, in the athletics department, but uh, had some siblings that were also part of the University of Kansas. And then, of course, you got Grady Dick becoming a first-round draft pick straight away to the Toronto Raptors. Love to see it. Also, Grady Dick, another thing I saw on social media over the weekend is uh, usually these teams like to bring in the new players, uh, show them around town, kind of show them what's going on with uh, with their city, everything like that. They meet the coaches uh, if they didn't have a pre-draft meeting. They meet uh, some of the front office and everything like that. Well, Grady Dick uh, is seen at a Blue Toronto Blue Jays game over the weekend. And what was interesting about that is Kansas State point guard Marquise Noel – Went undrafted, but the Toronto Raptors picked him up as an undrafted free agent and brought him up for that trip as well. So you see a Kansas Jayhawk and a Kansas State Wildcat playing nice, both going to the Toronto Raptors, both hanging out at the Toronto Blue Jays game, and it looked like they were having a great time. Honestly, uh, the the Blue Jays or the Raptors let the him take o- like Grady Dick take over their Instagram account for a little bit. They were doing some Instagram videos live from the Blue Jays game. And it looked like everybody was having a great time. So once again, congrats to Grady Dick on being drafted 13th overall to the Toronto Raptors. Next up, we had Jalen Wilson, who had actually previously withdrawn from the draft in 21 and 22. Uh, He took an enormous leap forward in his final year in Lawrence. Made that jump, showed everybody that he could be the man, averaging twenty points and ten rebound or eight rebounds per game. Excuse me, having a fantastic final season. I was going to say senior season. It was a red shirt junior season, the age of a senior. He did graduate from KU this past spring, but Jalen Wilson, in his final year at Kansas, averaging twenty points and eight rebounds, leading the Jayhawks in both of those categories, was a first team All American. Received the Julius Irving Award as the nation's best small forward. And he has what it takes to be able to be a decade-long player in the NBA. He didn't go as high. He ended up being drafted. He was projected to go anywhere from the uh, mid-late 30s to mid-40s. And then it wasn't exactly a free fall, but he fell past number 50 which was a bit of a surprise to uh, some of the draft prognosticators, but he ended up going to number f- at number 51 to the Brooklyn Nets. Now, what's exciting about that is the Brooklyn Nets had a pretty solid team last year. They were the sixth team in the Eastern Conference. They ended up getting swept in the first round of the playoffs, so they do need a little bit of help here. Uh, Jalen Wilson can come in and give them some minutes off the bench. I think that's going to be his role this year, but... The Brooklyn Nets had two first-round picks, drafted two other players before Jalen Wilson. So Wilson has his work cut out for him. He's going to have to play at a high level. He's going to have to practice well and show that he deserves some playing time. And what Bill Self had to say um, for both of these guys that got drafted, uh, talking about for uh, Wilson going to the Nets, he was really excited about seeing who the head coach for the Brooklyn Nets is. And he, if you didn't know, the Brooklyn Nets are head coached by former Kansas point guard, Jock Vaughn. So that's right. Jalen Wilson going from KU, being coached by head coach Bill Self, now being coached by Jock Vaughn, the former Kansas point guard and former Kansas standout. Jock Vaughn, you love to see it. So here's what Bill Self had to say about Jalen Wilson Going to the NBA, he said, I told Jalen's family, we got a Jayhawk that's the head coach there. So hopefully, as far as making the team or anything like that, could mean something. But maybe he has an inside track to get in there. That's what Self had to say about that. And Jalen Wilson being added to the Brooklyn Nets. And the former Kansas Jayhawk, Jock Vaughn, being a part of that team as their head coach. Now, what Bill Self had to say about Grady Dick very interestingly dick was knocked for his defense quite a bit throughout the draft process and bill self thinks that he can continue to develop with his defense and become a better player overall and here's what bill self had to say about grady dick he's got great length he can slide i don't think that's what he's best at yet but i think he can do a very adequate job being a defender. It plays to his athleticism and his length. He did a much better job at it as the season went along. What he really can do is make shots. That's what he did for us. That's what he does. They're going to need him to be a producer for them right away. That's what Bill Self says about Dick with the Raptors. So he'll have to take a very professional approach to it, which I think he will, and I think it's a great fit for him. That is Head coach, Bill Self, talking about Grady Dick and where he landed with the Toronto Raptors. And he said, here's another quote from Bill Self, I'm extremely proud of both of them, proud of the grind and the competitiveness, the discipline over time to be able to put themselves in this position. It was a good night for these Jayhawks. So that's Bill Self on Jalen Wilson and Grady Dick being drafted. What a time for the Kansas Jayhawks again having two guys drafted back-to-back years, and I think that those guys are going to do just fine in the NBA. All right, that was your Kansas basketball news, talking about a couple former players who were drafted this past week in the NBA draft. Now let's go on to Jayhawk football, because there was a slew of recruiting moves for the 2024 class this past week, and now we're in the dead period. The dead period is when uh, you can't, when coaches can't, Uh, talk to players they can't have visitors on campus they can't go into homes to recruit so right now is a dead period for college football for recruiting and things like that so the Jayhawks actually had a solid solid uh, last couple of months in recruiting for the 2024 class Uh, they still have a few guys out there that have not made commitments yet but they're expected to. So in the next couple of... Actually, this week, linebacker Tamaric Johnson is supposed to make a commitment. He's from Desert Edge, Arizona. You've got edge rusher Deshaun Warner that's supposed to make his announcement this Saturday. And then highly touted wide receiver Nick Marsh is supposed to make his decision on July 7th. And Nick Marsh is a guy that I'm going to be keeping an eye on. He's the number 16 wide receiver In the 2024 class, a top 100 recruit. This is a guy that could be an excellent wide receiver. You got to make sure you can land him. You got to make sure that he's signing with the Kansas Jayhawks. But like I said, he's making his decision right now. It is a dead period. We'll be hearing from those three guys coming up here very soon. But right now, let's take a rundown of who the Kansas Jayhawks do have in the 2024 recruiting class and this class right now going into the dead period is ranked in the top 40 in the nation and they are the number two class in the big 12 so you love to see that and here it is here's the rundown of the 13 players that they have in the 2024 class right now quarterback isaiah marshall out of michigan three star committed february 2nd he is going to be the de facto quarterback of the future For the Jayhawks, of course, right now they are stacked at quarterback, but Jalen Wilson could be, or Jalen Daniels, excuse me, uh, could be going to the NFL after this next season, depending on how good he does for the Jayhawks this fall. So you got to get some quarterbacks in the pipeline. And it seems like this quarterback, Isaiah Marshall, is the guy they're very excited about. Linebackers coach Chris Simpson has a Detroit pipeline up there. So getting this quarterback, Isaiah Marshall, from Michigan. Solid pickup for the Jayhawks. I like what they're doing to start out the 24 class with a quarterback. How about running back Red Martell from Oklahoma, a three-star. He was the Jayhawks' first commitment to this class. He actually committed to the Jayhawks before his junior season was even over. So you got Red Martell, the running back out of Oklahoma, committing to the University of Kansas. Love to see it. You've got a running back from Texas, a three-star named Harry Stewart III. He committed on April 20th, or June 13th, excuse me, I was looking ahead of myself. June 13th is when Harry Stewart committed. He ran for 1,823 yards and 14 touchdowns between his freshman and sophomore seasons. So this is a guy they can get after it. You love to see the running back room expand even more there. Tight end, this is a position that you love to see fill here at Kansas, especially a guy from Iowa because Iowa gets some of the best tight ends in the nation. And to see a guy like Carson Bruin out of Iowa, three-star recruit committed on April 20th. He went on a couple of unofficial visits to Kansas, ended up picking the Jayhawks over Kansas state and a couple other schools as well. Carson Bruin coming to Kansas at the tight end position. Love to see it. Offensive line. Here we go. We got a couple of uh, offensive linemen in the transfer portal as well this past year. Um, They're going to be able to play right away in the 2023 class. Don't have to sit out anymore, so that's a good thing. But here are the 2024 offensive line commitments right now. You got Kenny Anini out of Minnesota, an unrated prospect. June 18th is when he committed, so just recently. Six-foot-five, 268-pound tackle committed less than a week after receiving an offer from KU. So, like to see that. Get these guys in here who you get an offer to right away. And then this past week, just a couple of days ago, June 26th, you had Carter Lavrusky out of Arizona, the newest future Jayhawk. And he was a pretty highly touted prospect out of Arizona, three-star. And the newest future Jayhawk. Hold Lance Lipold He wanted to commit to Kansas, and then he proceeded. This is this is hilarious. I need to find this video out there. I know it's on social media somewhere. He proceeded to do a backflip into Coach's swimming pool after telling him that he wanted to commit to Kansas. So you've got Carl Lavrusky from Arizona, a three-star offensive lineman, doing a backflip into the pool. Absolutely ridiculous. You love to see the athleticism. A guy that can do a backflip into a pool after committing to the University of Kansas Oh, man, I, I got to find this video. Like I said, it's it's got to be out there somewhere. It's the It's got to be on the Internet. It's got to be out there on social media. I'm going to be looking for it over the weekend. But Carl Lavrusky, I love you. Can't wait to see you in a Jayhawk uniform. How about Harrison Utley from Oklahoma? Three-star prospect, committed June 11th, and he committed after a visit earlier this month Wanted, And he also expressed a desire to help keep recruiting to build up this 2024 class even more. And that's a part of the recruiting process that a lot of people miss and don't understand with the younger kids, the younger generation. What they like to do is recruit each other on social media via text message, slide into the DMs. They're like, hey, bro. Kansas is looking really good right now in football. We need to help continue to build the program, build them into a powerhouse Big 12 contender. That's what these guys are doing. And Harrison Utley, the three-star out of Oklahoma, says he wants to do that for the Kansas Jayhawks. So love seeing that. That is the final offensive line prospect right now that has committed to Kansas for the 2024 class. And they could keep continuing to build on the offensive side of the ball as the year goes. All right, let's go to the defensive side. Linebackers. Jonathan Kamara out of Arizona, three-star prospect committed on May 28th. We talked about this a little bit right after he committed. I I brought it up on the podcast, but he's kind of a, a tweener guy who played safety in high school, but projects to play more as a linebacker at the next level. Uh, he's a group of three guys coming from desert edge who are coming to the Kansas Jayhawks. It's one of those things, like I just said, guys that, Talk about wanting to build up the Jayhawks program together and come together as a unit. That's fun to see when you get three guys from the same high school committing and coming to Kansas. Another linebacker, you got Ja'Cory Stewart from Georgia, another three-star prospect. June 11th is when he committed to the Jayhawks. Had 87 tackles as a junior at Milton High, so keep an eye out on Stewart. Supposed to be a pretty good linebacker at the next level. Coming to the Kansas Jayhawks in 2024. Defensive backs. How about this? Austin Alexander out of Illinois, three star, committed June 12th, top rated player at his position in the state of Illinois. And he was actually committed to Wisconsin at one point, decommitted, and now he is coming to the Kansas Jayhawks. Love seeing that guy decommitting from Big 10 school and coming over to the Big 12. We've also got Andre Gibson from Arizona. Another one of those Desert Edge guys who uh, committed. He was the first defensive player to commit in the 2024 class. And he will be joining a a bunch. Arizona seems to be a hotbed for the Kansas Jayhawks right now, which hopefully they can continue to make that uh, a pipeline for them in the future. But Andre Gibson, defensive back, coming in for the class of 2024. Then you've got Damani Maxson from Texas, a four-star recruit. This is the highest-rated Rivals player so far in the 2024 class. Four-star recruit Damani Maxson coming in from Texas. He announced on Father's Day as a tribute to his late father that he would be coming to the University of Kansas, so he committed there on June 18th. you love to see that. Jalen Todd out of Michigan, a four-star recruit, is a high school teammate of Marshall's. Uh, Talked about him a little bit earlier in this podcast. He uh, had offers from Big Ten, ACC, and SEC schools. Decided to commit to Kansas, a four-star secondary player that can come in and push for some playing time right away in twenty twenty-four. You love all all of these moves by Kansas between the transfer portal and the traditional recruiting. All have positive signs to them. And when Lance Leipold started building this program, he knew he was going to have to do it a little bit through the transfer portal to get them active, to get them uh, on par right away to help rebuild the program quickly. But he wanted to make it so it wasn't going to be quick rebuild and then fall off. He wanted to make it so it's going to be a steady program that builds over time and becomes a powerhouse in the Big 12. So two wins in year one, six year wins in year two. And they look to keep building on that because not only do the Jayhawks have a solid 2024 recruiting class, but for this upcoming season, they have a solid squad coming back. 85% of their offensive uh, or 85% of their total production coming back from last year's team, 91% of their offensive production will be back. That's second best nationally. On defense, 80% returning from last year. That's 10th best nationally. And they're bringing back 17 stars on offense and defense. And that's a part of building the program. You have guys sticking around, not jumping into the transfer portal, not trying to leave and go to another program. They're staying at Kansas. And then you've got a solid recruiting class in 2024, a top 40 class at the moment. Could continue to climb with more guys signing during this dead period. And that's going to be something to watch for throughout the month of July. And that about does it for today's episode. Next week, I think I'm going to dive into uh, what the Jayhawks are lo- most looking forward to heading into Big 12 Media Days, Was is just coming up in a couple of weeks. Can't wait to talk about that. So that is going to be airing right after the 4th of July, I believe. I think we're going to post that one on July 5th. So I'm excited to dive into that and see what happens there. But that about does it for today's episode. You can always get at me on Twitter, at Jayhawker Talker. Let me know what's going on. We can keep the conversation going there. As always, download, subscribe, give this podcast a five-star rating. My name is Mark Van Sickle. You've been listening to the Jayhawker Talker podcast in affiliation with the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. Always check out my latest article over there at heartlandcollegesports.com. And until next time, rock chalk, Jayhawk.